0: Let's share some thoughts on the power of the spoken word. Fact or fiction, truth or fairy tale, we all have a story to tell. Welcome to the Storyteller Station, dedicated to sharing stories for all who love to hear them and talking about the craft of creating stories for those who love to write them. I'm Sarah Fenlon Falk, author of two nonfiction works and the upcoming Sage Cheval series. Welcome back to Storyteller Station. I'm so glad you're here. I wanted to share a little bit with you today from my story, my personal story, my cancer story. This is something that I wrote in March of 2015. And it, it really fits in with the idea that Storyteller Station and Storyteller Nation kind of are putting forward the, the, the idea that there's so much power in our words, but not only in our words, but in our stories. And we all tell stories in different ways. For some people, words aren't, aren't their wheelhouse. That's not where they are best at telling their story. Some people are artistic and can paint like amazing works. And that is not me. But if that is you, then there is power in the stories that you tell through your art. And I have a friend who's an amazing photographer Wildlife photographer, and she, the stories that she tells and the emotions that some of her photos evoke are very powerful. And so I just, I thought instead of talking to you today about the power of the spoken word, I just or the power of story that I wanted to share a little bit um, from my personal story and hopefully you'll be encouraged. Pain and the power of the spoken word. I've talked before about my efforts to change my environment to make my body inhospitable to cancer but also to clear my mind of negativity and fear. I've taken the latter a step further. I realize it's one thing to target my thoughts and yet another to tame my tongue, to become more aware of and purposeful with my words. Since starting chemotherapy last week and having lived the last few days in a painful fog from which I'm just now starting to resurface, this is providing to be more of a challenge for me. I want so badly to add in I hate cancer hashtag here or a chemo sucks there. I've refrained because here's what I believe. I believe our words have life-giving power. They have the power to bless or the power to curse. Proverbs 18.21 says, the tongue has the power of life and death. As I've worked on this in the last few weeks, I am in disbelief at some of the things I mutter under my breath. The words I say are reactionary words or statements, but I utter them nonetheless. Upon further reflection, I'm glad they are words or phrases that go mostly unheard by others, but I realize that if I speak them into being— whether they are heard directly or not, they still hold the same power, even if I'm the only one who hears them. I would not want someone speaking words of negativity, pain, unrest, or worry over me as I am in the healing process. So why, oh why, would I speak those words over myself in a time of suffering? It is in the midst of that suffering and pain where I am in need of the most life-giving, positive, peaceful, encouraging language. In seeking this language to soothe and to heal, I am not diminishing my emotions or my suffering. I can freely admit that my head, face, mouth, and esophagus have been plagued with sores these last days and that I have been beyond exhausted to the point of being unable to maintain consciousness for a full three hours straight. It is not negativity that speaks when I recount that I have had stomach cramps and have had to fight for the energy to even talk to my kids, let alone play with them. And now I'm thankful to say that I'm coming out of that cloud. I have more energy and have been able to stay awake all day today. I'm able to stand for several minutes at a time and have been able to eat a full meal. In those difficult moments of the last few days, I told my husband that I felt defective and apologized for being unable to do much of anything. I learned that I am able to remain authentic and real about my situation while maintaining life-giving language Because even in those dark moments, life-giving words came to my heart and mind. Pete would read to me from Prayers from the Heart by Richard Foster to provide more words of encouragement, hope, and peace when I had no words. One of the prayers he read is a very simple one by Lady Julian of Norwich. She shared that God, in his tender love, comforts all those trapped in pain and sin by speaking these words to them. But all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. All shall be well. I want to absorb these words, to feel them at the core of my soul. All shall be well. And because I want to integrate these words into my being, I choose to use the language of life and blessing of hope and truth and I pray with King David of old may the words of my mouth and meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight lord my rock and my redeemer Psalm 19:14 I hope you found that encouraging and inspiring or at the very least encouraging and interesting. <laughs> so that's that's really what I wanted to share with you today. Just just take today to really be aware of the way that you talk to yourself and you speak to yourself and try to focus on speaking life-giving and encouraging words over yourself today and stop cursing yourself and muttering meanness to yourself. So I hope that this is is really helpful and useful for you. And until, until next time, happy writing and happy week. I look forward to talking to you again. Hi, my name is Sam. And my favorite book is Dogman and Captain Pan series.